This podcast is sponsored by Palo Alto Brewing Company. Since 2009, Palo Alto Brewing Company has offered a wide variety of brews for beer lovers all over the Bay Area, ranging from the classic hoppy ending Pale Ale to a limited-release bourbon barrel barley wine named Honest Gellis. Other favorites include Atlas, a West Coast-style double IPA, the Hostage Rye IPA, and their barely legal coconut porter. Look for all these beers and more at your local liquor and grocery stores around the Bay Area. Palo Alto Brewing Company's Tap Room is located at 233 University Avenue in downtown Palo Alto, California. Open seven days a week from 11.30 to 11 p.m. Stop in for lunch and dinner and try some delicious food and tasty beers. For more information, visit paloaltobrewing.com or look for them on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And now, let's get a drink. Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judge me. I'm cocktail. Did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either going to drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're I'm drinking. Gonna drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey yeah. as a guy. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Friday. Hope everybody's holiday was nice and safe. Mine was good. Got a little burnt. But I think my Jamaica uh, skin helped. So got a little uh, base before I hit. But still got pretty burnt. But it was not as bad as it looked. It looked worse. And I was like, oh, shit, this is going to hurt. But next day, it was all right. It was all right. So... Um, yeah, I hope everybody else was safe and, you know, you didn't blow your fucking hands off. I just heard too many stupid fucking fireworks going off and a lot of M80s or fucking quarter sticks or some stupid shit. Bunch of people shooting fucking guns in the air over fucking across the way. Fucking morons. Scared all the animals. Hope everybody's animals were alright. Um, but yeah, just a lot of dumb shit for, I think I'm over fireworks. Yeah, fireworks annoy me now. Um, some of them look great, but. It's just like, I, I don't even give a shit about fireworks. I, like, unpack some stuff and fucking, like, like sat by myself. I didn't give a fuck. Fuck fireworks. Yeah. But anyway. Um, welcome back to Max's round two. Uh, so this round we talked about uh, a lot of uh, Max's job. So he works with the homeless in getting them housing. Um, so we talked, that was like the whole a whole base through the podcast. I mean, we had some stuff in between, which we talked about, you know, human compassion. And I talked a little bit about what I thought about, you know, so don't get it twisted, people. But, you know, I talked a little bit about in a perfect world of no borders. You know, everybody's got, you know, whatever. And it's a it's a whole big conversation on that because not in this podcast, but just through me because it's not, it's, it's not what you think it means, but it is at the same time. You know, I'm not against, like, there being invisible borders and people living in certain sections called something and, you know, having law enforcement and having a colony of people and all that other shit. Yeah, it's just, you know, I think if you want to travel and you want to live somewhere, that that's okay, and you can. You know, you need, just need some ID and some whatever and identification, and that's all. You know, that's just me. In a perfect world, people should be able to live and travel where they want to travel. Now, you know, it's it's uh, it's not way back in the day where where people slipped through the cracks of like, who's that guy? He's a murderer now. You know, we don't have his DNA. You know, fucking get them all, get all the DNA, get everything. Who cares? But yeah, so we talked a little about that. And like I said, it's a long conversation. But so we talked a little bit about that. Talk about some recycling and crafting and what some fucking amazing people are doing with recycling these days, which is awesome. Uh, turning plastic into housing and or turning Sweden's turning plastic into energy, and then uh, Mexico is uh, turning well, they're they're turning their their highways into uh, like natural gardens and like eva- like getting all their pollution, like cleaning up all their pollution on the highways, basically through creating this this jungle theme on the highways which is awesome 
Uh, so, and then we also typed about a little bit about different types of conservative conservatives, conservatives, and just like how their their mind kind of sets, and then people are kind of stuck in their their ways and how they think and whatever. Uh, so yeah, but a bunch of other stuff, but you know, kind of all goes back in between, <clears throat> like homelessness and uh, human rights and and that kind of stuff. So it was a super good conversation. It was, it was some deep stuff, and uh, you know, who knows if we accomplished anything? But it was really fun, and Max, super intelligent dude. Um, yeah. So check it out. Check out round two, and enjoy. Hey, hey, it's a lot of that nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) We're back with round two with my friend Max. Yo. It kind of has that vibe there, right? It really does. Yeah. It's like I'm playing fucking like... uh, It's got that 8-bit vibe. Yeah. (laughs) I can't even put my finger on the name of the game, but it's like something Japanese. (laughs) Gotta be like, yeah. It could be Tetris, yeah. It could could be be Tetris. Tetris. It feels like Dr. Mario or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she was like, it was all right. And you added that other shit in there, and it was... Uh. <laughs> we got to have yeah. fun, man. So I was like... Yeah, you got to have fun. You got to have fun and, and just do fun stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I, I found like all these... like Because I don't... Like, uh, my friend has the new version of GarageBand, and he was... Um, he has like a bunch of different... like So they had like, these, all, like, these killer fucking drummers and shit. Like, you know, so they're doing all these like fills and i'm like oh i gotta use some of those and then you can okay. down like uh so you get like a bunch of synthesizers too on it mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. get like a you know random effects you know rather than have a keyboard you have like a phone that just has like random <laughs> effects all over the place You're like oh this that sounds awesome yeah. check this out and then there's new ones you can add that just has these like fucking cool ass beats like you like hold down one it's like you know it's like oh nice. fuck yeah i'm gonna add that to this and that and this, you know so this is like those mix boards that i see sort of like yeah modern day djs sometimes have those little boards that they can queue up a whole bunch of different random uh sounds and stuff like that sort of yeah it's yeah. just that i have to put it together and then record yeah. it so i have to do one instrument at a time and see what i like mm-hmm. you know what i mean i have to go and like <clears throat> and i have to have a rhythm then i play the like the bass with a guitar to it so okay. I'll put like a bass guitar in there or, you know, the regular guitar. Yeah. And I'll just add something to it. But nice. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. But that was like, like I said, that one's like a super video game. Like, I don't know. I was like, this is, I'm, <laughs> I'm in a fun place right now. If I was taking like ecstasy or something, it would probably be awesome. Yeah. It really does. It's, it's crazy. I don't, I mean, I wish I knew enough about music that I could actually pin down exactly what makes me feel like that is a video game. Yeah. You know? Um, but, I mean, it's something about that synthesizer sound that, that do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I no, mean, it's got like. I'm old enough to remember when video games had about four sounds that they could make anyway. So Yeah, that like 8-bit like. Right. Yeah. Which is like these sound like. Yeah. They're, they're, they're fucking crazy like. Uh, like ah oh, man. Yeah. But um alright, so let's go back to the beer real fast so we can yeah. get these in. Nice. Uh this one is the we got about a, you know about a half hour. Uh, about forty minutes. So. Okay. Uh this is uh track seven, which is in Sacramento. Oh nice. And this okay. is their hoppy palm. Um five point seven. And I got this in Bass Lake. Okay. So I did. I, I. Um, Where's Bass Lake? I, I've heard of it, but it's um, almost direct. It's it's the lower Sierras, the uh. the lower Sierra Mountains. But like, like if you take Gilroy, like if you go down to Gilroy, and yeah. you just head east. Oh. It's basically straight across, but you got to kind of like. 
Okay. Take a couple of roads that are back in its. So not really in the direction of Tahoe, but more like kind of south. Of more of that. south than yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. More southern. Yeah. Than 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 going north to Tahoe. It's like yeah. South Lakes over on that side. Like okay. Kind of there. I've never been there before this time. So yeah. But super fun. Really secluded. Like yeah, I was gonna say that sounds pretty remote. Yeah. De- decent way. amount. Like you know, of uh, big big decent lake. We had a boat that we went out on and jumped nice. off and swam and, you know, that kind of shit. It's a pretty big lake. It's pretty big. It's, I don't know how many miles. I think it went six. Give okay. It, uh, somewhere around there. Okay. Maybe across. about. Across. Across. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, long ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other way wise would probably be, you know, maybe a mile. Okay. You can get to, the, you can see the other side and go to it. Probably swim like, it if you wanted to. You probably could, yeah. 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 Certain, <clears throat> certain sections of it definitely right. you could. Uh, okay. But yeah. So then I got this out there. I've had Track 7 before a lot here, mm-hmm. but not this one. So this is the uh, – and Track 7 – I love Track 7. I love this. They put the tasting notes on here. Yep. Southern Hemisphere fruit. Touch of resin. Crushable finish. You need to, we need to just hang out and do a lot of, like, voiceover for, like, commercials and shit that we can do. That'll be fun. Track 7, Happy Palm. Hobby palm, sorry. And my thumb. <laughs> Happy <over> palms. <laughs> Happy palm. Happy palms. No hair on my palms. Happy palms. <laughs> yes, we could absolutely do that. <laughs> that would be I fun. I mean, I practically live in the neighborhood, bro. You're going to get sick of me. Dude, so. never. Never. I don't get sick of my friends. You That's also, one thing I don't do. I could also stand for you to teach me how to pour a beer, apparently. This is way too much. Hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to. You got to. It's all about the angle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I botched the angle. Cheers, man. Hey. Oh, that's good. That's not too happy either. You've really bro- you've broadened my horizons, man. Because I tend to avoid pale Hop- ales, IPAs especially. But, yeah. Um, like I said, there's yeah. new ones coming out. They're they're not as bitter. And certain yeah. hops, if you know, I don't know what that. What was the tasting notes again? Did they have a a touch of resin, but they didn't have the resin and crushable finish. I'm not entirely sure what that means. <laughs> and crushable could mean so many different things to people. Like I'm gonna fall in love with it, or no, no, you can just <laughs> smash these beers. Oh, gotcha. Like okay. you can have several, just right? Crush the shit out. You this just, is the equivalent. You could crush a, a six light. pack and like you know, yeah, Coors Light ish. Yeah. This is way more than Coors this Light. Tastes this is way two, better than Coors Light. <laughs> this is this is almost three percent more higher than than Coors Light. Oh. Coors Light's like three, two, or something like that. Really? Yeah, it's really light. Yeah, because they don't bother putting it on the bottle, do they? No, it's not, it's not worth it. You're just like yeah. drink, you know. You're not gonna buy this if we tell you how little you, alcohol is in here. Yeah, if you care about calories, you're drinking Coors Light. There's and, a reason and you're it's drinking right next one. to the Odules. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Odules, no drug. Coors Light, eh, maybe if you drink yeah. fucking thirteen million of them, <laughs> right. and then you get. If you think progress. hard enough if you about think- it, it's more of a mind thing yeah. than, a, than a drunk thing. Exactly. I've had 13 beers, so I must be drunk right now. <laughs> I think I'm drunk. Yeah. I believe I'm drunk. I've been drinking all day. What, Coors Light? Shut up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what drug is until you've had 13 of these. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, this would take you there. Oh, this will take you there. 5.7. This will definitely get you there. A six-pack will get you there hard. Easy. Easy. Um, but yeah, this is good. It's good. It's not bad. I like it. I it's got a, it's got a, like a, not very, it doesn't leave your mouth dry at the mm-hmm. end and it's not super floral. It's just kind of right in between where it's like it, you know, it also, it doesn't have as much body as this one did. No, this, this is, this would thicker be thicker than that. Yeah. This would be uh, an uncrushable finish. Yes. Yes. That one is like. <laughs> You drink two of those and you're fucking, you're feeling right. good. Definitely. That's a um, 9.7. So I tend to gravitate toward like the porters and the stouts. Yeah, I like those. I like the Next really time we do another podcast, beers. I'll make sure we have, Oh, I'll make sure nice. we, we indulge in those. So now that I know, I'll Sounds know. Sounds good, man. Yeah. Sounds good. But I am also all about broadening my horizons, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and considering that IPAs are the things that I tend to avoid the most, I'm actually really glad that you line these up cool man well thank you so, you might yeah. so next time you're at the bar you might be like give me something tasty i just may in fact i might actually just say dealer's choice yeah because apparently you're pretty good at picking my beer for <laughs> me so. i've been told that i've been i've been picking pretty good beers for people they're like give me something you like yeah i got you i got you because i know usually if i see you more than twice 
three times, I know what you're drinking. And then I'll know what yeah. you like based off that one that you ask for. When you, yeah. you're like, oh, do you guys got Stella? Or do you have this? I'm like, right. no, nah, but check this out. Yeah. And it'll be like, oh, this is really good. You know, it'll, it'll yeah. go bounce off that. If yeah. only drug dealers were like that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting one. It's like, yeah, right. you got to have that guy that just takes everything. Like, it's like, I want something stony but trippy at the same time. I right. got you, man. Yeah. This is new. You're going to fucking love it. It's Low crushable. sleepy effect. It's crushable. Yeah, crushable. <laughs> fully crushable. Shit's fully crushable. You'll wake up. Trust me. Nice. You will not not nice. wake up. Yeah. And I want to remember my address. <laughs> you know? I want to remember how to get home. <laughs> right. Oh, it's perfect. I got this awesome drug for you. <laughs> yeah. I, this time, you know, I'm feeling a little more adventurous. I'm going to book my Uber ahead. So <laughs> you go ahead and just. I'm going to book it for about an hour from now. <laughs> yes. So I know. Call ahead. Right. <laughs> it's like reserving a table. <laughs> exactly. Reserving a car. I'm going to reserve a car to take me home because i'm i'm about to forget where i live <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah there could be an app for that there should be an app for there that. should be an app yeah or at least a a call ahead or, or a reserve ahead kind of a thing maybe i don't know how many people would use it wouldn't it be it could be fully holistic you can just punch in the drug that you're taking and then they'll just spit okay what here's the kind of food that you'll probably want here's the kind of transportation you're going to inevitably need here's the kind of company you'll probably want when you get there <laughs> that would be hilarious yeah <laughs> you know that's that's all apps are these days is just boiling down they're, they're uncomplicating things for us right may streamlining our experiences basically yeah you're like what are the things you like well i like bread i like cheese i like tomatoes oh cool you'd probably want a pizza <laughs> how did you know me so well <laughs> fucking Dude, you got me dying over here but <laughs> like two seconds from having beer out of my nose <laughs> you just i like i like bread <laughs> Yeah, I like bread. Bread's good. Most people. I like bread. Unless you like, ah, I like cheese. Yeah. Get some sauce on there. Oh, you like pizza, huh? Tomatoes yeah, are good. Go. <laughs> Tomatoes are good. I'll take it. And you like meat, yeah. too? All right. Chicken That's is your all thing. That's it is, man. We're all just data points now, you know? I, I run into that a lot with work. I've, I've only been working at this place for a couple months, but we actually had a really illuminating, uh, you know, sort of company meeting for all of us newbies. And because uh, there's been big influx of us uh, all joining the company at once now and um, <clears throat> so we had this meeting to try to you know one of the main points one of, one of my biggest takeaways from this meeting was don't forget about the human element at the far mm. end of what it is that we do we're, we're working to end homelessness okay and uh, is that that's the company you work for now yeah okay yeah so i work for a nonprofit in san francisco called Homebase, and uh we provide it <laughs> I've I've only been there for two months, and I swear to God, it, nailing down exactly what we do into one sentence is it, really difficult. Um, <laughs> but I'm extremely excited to work at this place. It sounds really it so cool. Far. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Um, but I guess we provide uh, assistance to organizational clients that are they're sort of the ground level working with the clients that are experiencing homelessness, the people who need the help, right? So we don't work directly with the people who need the help. We work with the organizations that provide that help. Okay, gotcha. And uh, we provide a lot of technical assistance to them so that they can make sure that they're complying with federal requirements for their funding sources, uh, state, state requirements as well. They get funding from all kinds of different sources. And so we're basically on deck to make sure that they're meeting all sorts of legal requirements uh, to make sure that they don't lose their funding and so that they can continue doing the awesome work that they do. And that's just really just a small uh, sliver. of. There's a whole bunch of other random stuff that we do. Right. Also, so, yeah, that's a fraction of what you guys do. Exactly. But that's that's probably the biggest. That's yeah. that's a plurality of what we do. But then there's a whole bunch of other things that, that come into play as well around the homelessness issue. We're also performing a lot of research on the the causes of homelessness and uh you know the the housing prices in this area are obviously the biggest uh yeah that's a that's a force. that's a tough one uh it's tough people yeah. people getting basically uh kicked out of their own right. environment people are getting priced into homelessness yes yeah. it's, it's 
it's, it's a hard world up. to yeah that's that's kind of the and i don't want to sound like a dick saying that because I, I don't i don't believe in this but i it, i'm just no no saying um what i think yeah it, it's far away uh it's kind of the uh uh the uh how do you how do you want to say it <laughs> you thinking of PC principle? No, <laughs> should I be? <laughs> Just put your arms in your pencil. Well, make you yeah, feel better. <laughs> do that. Make me feel better. Like this is how it is. Like it's basically. Uh, I'm trying to put the the term into into what I think. It's it's like um, um. Like not the kill or be killed, but it's like the basically uh, survival of the survival fittest. of the fittest, the smartest, the. Mm-hmm. The kind of if you can't hang, you can't hang. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you're just which is kind of that's kind of shitty. Forgotten. That's kind of shitty as it's extremely shitty a, as a, as a human. You know, to me, yeah. that's it, it. It seems that's the way it is. At, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you don't know how to make money. Well, you fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, you have that's a heart. Fucking terrible. It's, yeah, you're you're guilty of having a heart and having compassion, and that I think is that's that's a core component of any person who's going to work in this sector is <laughs> being able to relate to another human being's plight and yes. have a little sympathy. I think everybody in the world has something to offer. Absolutely. You know, maybe there might be one or two cocksuckers out there, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, it's always exceptions. There's always exceptions. You know, there always is. But, you know, I think for, you know, most of the population, people are out there and they yeah. got something to offer the world and to Absolutely. do, you know, whether it's art or anything. And at a bare minimum, I think we're all entitled to a certain degree of happiness, mm-hmm. you know, and absolutely. And the fact that we can I... live um, comfortably I would say somewhat comfortably because it's hard to draw the line, I think, in my opinion, to mm. what comfortable is mm-hmm. to what luxury is. So there's oh, right man. in between there, right? You're like, I'm comfortable, but now I'm in luxury. You know, yeah. it's like, and how much of that is, um, you know, kind of like what we were saying about education. It's like, how much of that is your own fault or right you know how do we how do we like make that to where um let's see i'm trying to trying to pick the right words um no you're you're on the right track dude everything you're saying jives with me perfectly yeah it's like it's like how do we how do we like how do we justify the you know the better of of the in-betweens there like from comfortable to luxury and whose fault is it mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. is it your fault is it my fault is it that guy's fault because right. you know you know i, I always it I turns always, into a blame game so quickly though yeah, right but i also like so i always picture things as a small village of i, I use small numbers because then i want to grow it sure sure so i'll take you know like 10 right and then you okay. have these 10 people mm-hmm. who Offer something to the village, mm-hmm. education, iron, fire, sure. beer, whatever. And you got Hunting. this one other guy yeah. Farming. who's absolutely just doing nothing. He's playing <laughs> fucking video games all day. <laughs> What's he doing? You know, there's always that one guy who's doing, he's not helping lift boulders. Everybody, yeah, not pulling his weight. Not pulling his weight. He's not, right. he's not mentally challenged. He's not physically challenged. You know, he's mm. just dead in the water doing nothing. Right. Being a fucking cocky little asshole or whatever. Right. You know, how, like, where, where do we, where, where can we, like, go from the, you know, that comfort zone to that luxury and who's to blame yeah. with that? Well, let's, let's call him Gerald. All right. Okay. And Gerald is, he's held up like a poster child mm-hmm. by the more conservative minded individuals in our society, right? Because he's the one that everybody wants to point to and say, there's too many goddamn Geralds out there, and they're sucking up our resources for those of us who are actually willing to put in a little work. Right. And you know, and then that that manifests itself in so many different conversations at the political and social level. Everybody yeah, bitches yeah. about the welfare queens and the you know the people who are on Section Eight housing or the people who are homeless and getting assistance or you know, and and I think it's just that you know, as humans, we're always so ready to try to assign blame because we want 
we want concrete explanations for the problems that that ail us right yeah on an individual basis or as a society but the fact of the matter is the geralds are actually so exceedingly rare they might not even exist and you know especially in the conversation around homelessness something that was a, a pill that i had to swallow because i'm actually new to homelessness as an issue i've i've spent a lot of my time working in social justice and I've, you know, through through my time in law school, I worked with indigent criminal defendants. You know, people couldn't afford defense attorneys. Right. And I worked with uh, refugees uh, overseas. I worked with refugees in Australia. So clearly people who desperately needed help. And mm -hmm. I've, I've had my mind, let's say, in the game of helping the downtrodden, the underserved, the underrepresented for a long time. But then even after all of that, what probably some of my more conservative relatives would like to call inoculation, right? My indoctrination yeah. to the the liberal left wing, you know, yeah, listen, yeah. listen, listen. I'm Alex <laughs> Jones, and they're putting hormones in the water and turning all the frogs gay. Yeah, um, <laughs> these know. frogs are gay. <laughs> so, you know, there's there's that whole exposure that I had, and then all of a sudden I come over to homelessness, and I discover there's a whole other pill I still have yet to swallow, which, you know, because. I came in thinking like I grew up in the Bay. I have a sense of entitlement to be here because I like practically every other human being that's ever preceded me feel a sense of entitlement to the ground upon which I stood first. You know, <laughs> it was just like, I was the first one here. I stuck a flag in this fucker. Right, you all right, go yeah. somewhere else. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And claiming this property. <laughs> exactly. So one of the things that, I remember my boss actually telling me in one of my first sort of uh, debrief meetings with her after I'd been working there very shortly, maybe one or two weeks. And uh, I was trying to pin down. I said, you know, so how many people, how many of the people experiencing homelessness in the Bay Area are not from here? And the, I mean, the answer was pretty protracted because it's a complicated situation. But the, the, to boil it down is basically hardly any. It's 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 the locals. They are locals. The people experiencing homelessness that we see out on the streets are our neighbors. Are the neighbors? Are the more they're, people that were here before we were here? They're probably even yeah. In the instance of you know people, goddamn invasive techies. And, you know, here I go again right, with right, my right. little nationalist. <laughs> but yeah, get the hell out. Get the know? hell out of that. But but yeah, but it, but uh, that makes more sense. Yeah, these are our neighbors because and it's you know it's. It, working in homelessness is this weird process of constantly having these epiphanies where I suddenly realize that I've been behaving like an ignoramus for the past couple that, of that's weeks. That's all of us. <laughs> you know, it's like until we get on really, really important topics, you know, mm -hmm. it's uh, most of us are just like, ah, fuck these people. You know, that's all we want to say. <laughs> fuck everybody. I'm living fine. Yeah. yeah whatever, you know, it's these constant self-realizations of, of the, the folly of my beliefs because um, you know, I wanted to believe that all of the people, all of the homeless people around me must be from somewhere else. They're getting here somewhere because the weather's awesome and there's a liberal mindset out here that benefits them when they decide to panhandle at the corner. You know, so there's a bunch of hippies walking by that are going to put change and food in their hands as they sit there. And, uh, the, then, you know, the, the sort of light bulb above my head kind of moment came when i realized oh when people become homeless that's because they've exhausted all of their resources so yes. they don't have any resources to then transport themselves to somewhere else they are homeless in the place where they are homeless and the number of homeless people that can move around is very limited um and then in this piece you know sometimes it's it's people that just have gotten kicked down so hard that it's just yeah. hard hard for them to get back up on their feet Absolutely. Doing their thing. And and I and I've Absolutely. and I can relate to that. I've been homeless twice, but not in the sense of I've been homeless. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've had friends take care of me and then I've had my car for a couple of weeks. Okay. Just as a transitional period of me moving from here to there. Okay. Sleeping on other people's you know, couches or floors. Well, whatever. let me just jump in here real quick yeah, to yeah. say that the definition of homeless is crazy nebulous in and of itself you're so, absolutely i mean yeah. yeah it's got a it's got a different um uh i guess the, the 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 bottom of the barrel homeless people are the ones who are actually living on the street with signs yeah i mean I guess. You, well from our perspective oh, professionally yeah. speaking yeah we, we have definitions that we have to operate under that are distinct from one another and they're both law you know we've got oh. literally homeless and we have chronically homeless and we've got uh 
you know, other definitions that I probably have yet to even encounter because I've only been working for this place for about two months now. Yeah, for sure. No, but, it's probably um, tons. It's just, you know, depending on which funding sources requirements you are trying to satisfy, you have to accord with a specific definition of homeless that may not accord with another funding source. So it puts th this is where all this complication and complexity in this field seems to come from is you, let's say, are trying to start a program to benefit the people experiencing homeless in your area, but you need, let's say, X amount of funding. And uh, there's only two funding sources that appear to be available to, to you. Yeah. And the clients that you're trying to serve only fit one of those definitions. And oh. so you somehow wind up with only half the funding you need. Right. Yeah. So that's basically that's that's a gross over oversimplification of what we do. But we're yeah. helping these organizations to bridge those gaps to say, OK, this is how you're going to frame your program. This is how you're going to describe it to the Fed and to the state and to these other private funding sources and so forth so that you can sort of weave this tapestry of making sure that you meet all of these requirements and right. get everybody's money. Because we know we know that the work that you want to do is the good work. You're going to help the people that need the help. Right. And so we're just facilitators to make sure that you can navigate this crazy ass. Like, yes. At times, what feels like a bit of an overcomplicated system of it's, trying to get the money to do. What I you mean, do. you're fighting the battle. The battle is, is hard. Yeah. That's a battle between. I mean, that's only in this country. You know, bureaucracy is a nightmare, bro. <laughs> I couldn't imagine even working it's in that bitch. field. Like, holy shit. You it's, know what I mean? It's crazy. It's crazy. Hence why I need to have a beer with a buddy on a Saturday. Exactly. So that I can go back on Monday and fight a good fight again. <laughs> I need a beer. I, I need a beer every day days. just to fight down the fight. <laughs> the fuck is going on with the world? Let's get a beer. Fuck it. <laughs> you know? That's the problem. Amen. Yeah, but we need that. That's medicine. that's good. That's um, I mean, you're do. I feel like you're in the, in the good field though. You're you're doing uh, you're doing some of God's work right I there. I feel great about it. Man. Yeah, I and I, I always, feel like I finally arrived. Yeah, I, I I always want to. I mean, I always want to fucking do better and help better. As I always say that, it's like I want to do. Every time I'm like, whatever I'm doing now, it's like I want to do better. Doesn't matter mm -hmm. what it is. It's like I'm doing something here. It's like I want to do better about it. I want to find the niche i want to find how to do better mm -hmm. and what i can do to contribute and it may sound selfish at times too but it's like time is also money that i'm taking away from what i can to survive on my own as mm -hmm. a personal person mm -hmm. so i don't end up homeless right. kind of a thing right so sure. i'm, I'm everybody's you know we're all balancing this this financial gain and uh, time and experience and what you want to put into the world. Absolutely. I really always want to put, you know, I, I feel like I want to do better and I I want to give good things to the world. Mm -hmm. And I, I had a post on Facebook recently about the about saving the kids oh. in, in Texas. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. You know, never, and there's a couple of people that are giving me shit, which <clears throat> I don't know why they're giving me shit. Oh, yeah, but, I saw that post yeah. actually and it wasn't until you pointed out that people were giving you shit that it was like Oh yeah, I read that. Yeah, and they were so yeah. they were kind of giving me shit, but yeah. most people were supportive. Mm -hmm. But when people give me shit, I'm like, are they giving me shit because they are just fans of fucking Donald Trump? I think so. I hope so. I mean, in a weird way, I hope that it's that basic, you know, because if they genuinely are giving you shit on the substantive merits of the situation, then they're basically advocating stupid. for locking up children at right. the border. At the fucking border, despicable. which is pretty fucking terrible. Uh, so, yeah, it was one of those like where, to swallow. you know, I, I want, I'm a humanitarian to where I want to like go down and fucking rescue kids and punch that guy with the machine gun in the face. Being like, fuck off, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously. I need to live in a world where there's no borders. No borders. That is a romantic notion, my friend. And I mean, there, it's a beautiful notion, but there is okay. So I'm a very cynical person. Here's the thing, and I'm going to lay it out there. Why do you think we need borders? Well, we live in a world where everybody treads now, right? Mm -hmm. We are travelers. We are. If you mm -hmm. like a certain place, why not go just there? Be able to stay there? Why not stay there? Yeah. If it's overpopulated. 
you might personally be like, it's not the place for me right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And you find a gem. And you live there. It gets overpopulated. You move. But mm-hmm. in our lifetime, how many people, how many places are just going to get that well known and that well populated that you're like, well, this is why we have to fucking stay here. You know, it's like mm-hmm. people live in shitholes. The mentality is, mm-hmm. this is what I was given. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean you have to take it. Right? Yeah. yeah. You can get out of that. Well, for the adventurous sort. Yeah, that's the mentality. Not for any. It's for anybody. Not just because you're adventurous. Yeah. The mentality, if you get a strong mindset of just being like, I don't want to live here. I can go somewhere better. Mm-hmm. Just go there. And that's what the border crossing is all about. Border crossing is just, this place is a shithole. Get your shit together. Maybe I'll come back. Yeah. I'm too good for this place. I'm too good for this on place. On an individual basis. Yeah. That's an individual assessment. You know what I mean? I'll go, says, somewhere where there's, here. Yeah, I'm, I'll yeah. go somewhere where there's uh, rights, uh, a better work environments. Um, you know, I'm not a slave in this fucking place. Like, fuck you. Like, everybody yeah. has equal rights. Everybody deserves a chance. Everybody deserves to go where they want to go. Right. You know? We're all people who are travelers of... You know, America is a melting pot of all races and people like to forget that <laughs> people love to fucking forget that yeah best movie to watch on that is gangs in new york there's only two groups of two ethnic groups of people in the united states that are here by something other than choice and i think the kind of people that were giving you shit on your facebook post belong to neither of those ethnic groups. no 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 so they're white fucking privileged they're not even privileged they're just white <laughs> motherfuckers they're kind of like well they're they're yeah, I mean, actually you know they're, they're friends of mine <clears throat> and you know they're cool they're cool guys you know i'm not saying anything bad the one guy he's not even giving me shit the one guy's a super good friend of mine he was i worked next to him for like 10 years mm-hmm. super funny dude super cool guy i think when politics and random things come into play people get fucking stupid and start taking yeah. sides of things that they just don't know about and they're just worried about um uh, things like, you know, v- veterans and, you know, people not getting the right money for Triggers. that. It's like, you know. Trigger words, yeah. man. Veterans. Veterans. Whoa. You know, not getting, you know, yeah. Pulling out the big guns, dog. Pulling like, you know, pulling out army shit, you know, that, yeah. you know. It's like, yeah. come on, dude, you know. But <laughs> I just got to thinking of, uh, who was that? I want to say maybe it was Tom Segura. It was either Tom Segura or uh, Jim Jeffries, but he was <laughs> both talking awesome, about, funny dudes. Yeah, both hilarious. Yeah, unique perspectives. But I remember them talking about the way that, or it may actually it may have been Bill Burr. Actually, no, it was Bill Burr. <laughs> Bill Burr, also super funny. Yeah, he's super fucking funny. So you know, he's got this bit where he's talking about how people are so they got such a hard on every time they hear the word veteran. Oh yeah, and it's like oh, you got to remember that veteran is a ass class of people and this is something that i actually just learned about recently through the work that we do because a lot of it is about ending veteran homelessness right we oftentimes break down the homeless populations into different subsets to address individually well actually not to cut you off or no, 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 throw, throw it in there with the veterans uh, uh it's it's also um it is the big one for homelessness to me in my mind what i think when i see homelessness mm-hmm. is um it's it's the mental capacity of, of 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 the individuals yes it's yes. of um you know uh, ptsd ptsd and, yeah. and all those kind of things mm-hmm. it's it's that that ropes around certain people that have that because yeah. our country has thrown people but it's by choice that people enroll themselves into this facility to fight for your mm-hmm. own country it's like mm-hmm. i here's the thing I'll fight for my country if I have to, for mm-hmm. sure. If somebody comes over here and tries to take shit, start a dictatorship like even Donald Trump, I'm going to fight against it. Sure. going to fight against it. No offense <clears throat> to that fucking guy. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, fuck that guy. People who want to like stand up to him, who are my friends, you're, yeah. you're still my friends, but once push comes to shove and you're fighting against the wrong war, mm-hmm. I'm going to fight you. Yeah. We don't need dictators. We don't need people keeping other people out. Is oh, I get that it's your backyard. Keep your backyard. Yeah. Don't be a douchebag. 
NIMBYism. Yeah, people are we cool. We call that all. We call it not in my backyard. Not in my backyard. NIMBYism. NIMBYism. <laughs> people are cool, man. It doesn't matter. Invite them into your backyard. Let's have a barbecue. Let's get a beer. We're not throwing bombs anymore back in fucking the Civil War times. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, give people a chance. Hang out. If mm-hmm. they want to buy a fucking house next year's, let them buy a fucking house next year's. You know? Right. If two gay guys want to get married in your hometown, let them Don't fucking let get married. Let them get married. Let them get married, dude. How long is it going to take people to accept the fact that when gay people populate a neighborhood, the the property values skyrocket? It's happened over and exactly. over and over and over again. Exactly. Gay people are the best thing to happen to the economy since money. <laughs> since <laughs> the, the money. Fuck. Right? <laughs> I love it. Since fucking money. Seriously. It's Dude, ridiculous. They're going to put fucking nice. They're going to take care of their fucking rose garden. <laughs> they're going to fucking do awesome shit. They're going to take care of their kids. They, they're going to be the happiest motherfuckers They're going to take around. care of somebody else's kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tommy's not getting fed. Come over here, Tommy. We'll feed you. It's unbelievable. Your mom's a fucking asshole. So yeah, let's come on over to my house. Jesus Christ, dude. The, the gay conversation i it feels like it's progressing but i've been ready for it to be done for about my entire fucking life I me guess. too I I, i've been around <laughs> it forever so it's like dude uh-huh. are we not past this yet is this still a fucking issue seriously we've we've gone meta here bro yes, yes <laughs> we've gone fully meta We've gone. Uh, we've gone. We're not scared of things in our ass. We're gonna hell fuck, no. dude. Come no, on. We're gonna keep Come on, moving. People. We're gonna um, move. We're gonna progress. <laughs> we are people of progression. Amen. People who are afraid of it, you're fucking. You're not fun. No. <laughs> they're yeah. Not fun. That's an oversimplification. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> That's generous. You're being gentle. I'm being very gentle on that. <laughs> yeah. Keep it moving in the in the name of progress and all things that are humane and just. Yes, we need yeah. to be progressive in a form of <clears throat> legalization of weed, equal rights all around the board, women, mm-hmm. gays. Recognition doesn't matter. of housing as a human right. Human rights of housing, yes. human right. There's a cool thing that I saw that these, I don't know what the, you know, I wish I remembered everything I fucking saw, but I just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a, a company or a, like a, a kind of a, uh, a building sense of what they were doing. They and this was great because they were taking all the recyclables that they found, all plastic, and they were building housing out of all that plastic and making oh, yeah, yeah. walls and like. I remember reading something about a yeah. guy in uh, I saw it was the, Africa who pioneered a way to construct houses that will naturally cool themselves by using recycled plastic bottles. Plastic bottles. I was that's like, crazy. God damn, that's brilliant. Yeah, fucking people are amazing. Mm-hmm. Of what they're given, <clears throat> yeah. you know what I mean. And certain countries, and and when they're like in poverty, and they're just like, "Wow, we could build houses." For well, people. we've seen it time and time again. We're yeah. shortchanging the shit out of ourselves in America by constantly putting embargoes on countries like Cuba because all we're doing is turning the entire country of Cuba into a think tank. Yes, <laughs> suddenly, like, yeah, okay. Fuck you, then. We'll go ahead and take a tractor motor and shove it into a bicycle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Watch this bike go fast, motherfucker. Yeah, Check this shit out. Like, like, damn, that guy's got a fast bike. <laughs> and then we're losing out on human capital. And that circles right back to what you were talking about, man. Human capital. Everybody has something to contribute. Yes, we Everybody all have does. something. And you can learn something from any individual. You're damn right. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be one thing, but you can learn that from that thing. You, We, as human beings, do not know everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything. I don't know tons of shit. Mm-hmm. And we all need to be on the page that we can learn something from somebody else. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Keep that open mind. Keep that open mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this last beer we're going to have, because um, mm-hmm. i got to go to the dentist, yeah. is this uh, Belmont Blur. Blurry. It's from Alpha Acid, which I work for uh, also um, Ale Arsenal in San Carlos. Oh, nice. Uh, which is a great, great-ass fucking bar. Uh, always got fucking great beer. Dude, you got to hit me up when you're not working so we can go hit a bar sometime together. Yeah, definitely. You know, what, be what, on that side of what the are bar your, what are your uh, what, what do your days look like? Or do you uh, have time? Saturdays, Sundays. Pretty. I got Saturday. To five. I've always yeah. Saturday, so. Sweet. Hell so yeah. Saturdays are always my, a good day for me. Would you pour this for me so I, that I don't wind so up here, check this nine out. miles of head? You can you can you can learn something yeah, from me learn for me just something. for a second. So it's all about the tilting, right? Mm-hmm. So the tilting will lessen down the carbonation. Okay. Right. As much as I love. Look at that! It got no head. Yeah, beautiful. But yeah, so it's all Thank about that that uh, 
I like the, just the that, angle. that little bit of head like you got right there, though. It's perfect. Yeah, you know? that's it. That's all you need. Because yeah. I like the creamy kind of fill on the that top. That little finish, yeah. yeah. No, it's perfect. But yeah, this is... Uh, Ooh, this is different. This seven, is very interesting. 7.2, the blurry IPA. Ooh, it's huh. got a nice aroma to it, too. I'm warming up. This is like citrus yeah. or something. Alpha it's, Acid does some really good stuff, man. And they're in Belmont, and... They're they're tearing it up right now with some with some local local. Wow! Like I feel like Alpha Acid is Bay Area local, kind of like the same as like Palo Alto Brewing Company is local. Okay, all that stuff. But like um, Alpha Acid is doing some some good stuff for the Bay Area as well. Like they're really nice. They're really killing it with when some. Was, uh, uh, with, they're cranking out beers that are and they're starting to can and they're keeping up with the Jones. I say the Joneses isn't popular with beer. They're yeah. really like, you know, sticking it to whoever else is doing it. It's like Lagunitas and the, the bigger. Oh yeah, they're getting stuff. they're getting better than that too. They're getting nice. way better than Lagunitas. This has depth. This is like nothing I think I've ever tasted before. It's um, let's take another sip though. Oh yeah, it's great. You barely taste any of that hops. No, no, it's it doesn't not taste bitter. like an IPA at all. It's not bitter at all, and it's, it's seven point two, which is so these beers. It's yeah, dangerous, heavy. But yeah, it's citru- it's citrusy. It's um, that's, more that's the tropical, thing that stands out for me. Fruitier. It's like it's not grapefruit. It's yeah, but it it definitely tastes like citrus. Like yeah, a, you ever had a pomelo? Mm. Yeah, so no big ass citrus fruit. It's about the size of your head. Oh damn! Okay, and uh, yeah, I want to say it kind of tastes like that to me. It's, right. it's not quite as sour as you know lemons or or uh, no not not as yeah not as sour as that it doesn't taste yeah. sour mm-hmm. but it's got that like those notes mm-hmm. uh, but i don't know what, what that slightly fruit acidic, is but yeah slightly acidic like grapefruity yeah. like you said but like right like a very mild grapefruity exactly like, yeah like nothing yeah. like like without grape. any of that white shit on the grapefruit <laughs> yeah. it's just so unrelentlessly <laughs> bitter exactly yes <laughs> unrelenting bitterness definitely yeah um <clears throat> but yeah it's good i really like it that's no, definitely uh, good. They're doing some good stuff. I love Alpha Acid. There's a place I've wanted to go back when I was driving Uber. I used to drop people there all the time. It's um, it's on, was that Industrial? I think Industrial is the one that runs right up along 101 in yes. San Carlos. Yes. And there is a bar, like a beer garden or something is kind of what it looks like. But it's mm. like a brewery probably. I, th- I would guess as big as it is, they're probably brewing in there. Um, but we should check it out sometime. I'm down. It's on in, industrial. It's right after, um, it's a little business park on the right hand side as you're headed north up industrial. And then it's on your left hand side, probably a quarter mile after that. It's by Best Buy. It's over by the Best oh, Buy. Oh, okay. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, and where the, the REI is right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's in same, that same neighborhood. Same neighborhood. Okay. But on the opposite side from right, right. REI and Best Buy. Yeah. Um, on, the, on the other one. Yeah. And I, I must have dropped 50 people there in the time I drove Uber. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, so it was super popular. It seems like it's really cracking. So I, I've been wanting to check it out. So I'm we down. should definitely check that let's out. Let's do it. In the neighborhood. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm uh, down. Sweet. All right. Yeah. Well, Cheers, hey. man. To friendship, bro. To friendship, my friend. It's good to meet new people. And mm-hmm. uh, I would have never met you if I didn't go over and grab those shirts from Birdie, dude. <laughs> Which I was just like, oh, I'll take some shirts. Whatever. Old dirty Burt McGurk. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Right, so, are you are you staying at his place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live with his fam now. Yeah, so you're in the, you're in the room yeah, that he was in. I am. Which is I awesome. Am. That's it's super a sweet place. Is it? Yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> it's great place. So damn nice. It's insane. His family. I mean, I love his parents. You know, I love them to death. And uh, yeah, they seem like fucking cool ass people. They're so chill. They're so. They've been going a little over the top to try to stay out of my way. You know, because they're trying to make it like a comfortable home environment. You're like, I'm fine, dude. I fucking love you guys. (laughs) Come Come out of the dark. Stop hiding in the corner. Stop hiding over there. there. Come over here, little kitty cat. I got you. That's what you need. That's cool, man. It's so great, man. Um, Yeah. Uh, I mean, I. So you're like just in Redwood City then. You're like right here, which is awesome. Because I grew up in Redwood City. My parents are on the opposite side of town from where I'm living now. So. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, because you need that buffer zone. Oh, yeah, you and the the, and the, the parental unit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 
Once you get a certain age, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I need that yeah. buffer. No, I love my parents to death, man. I have a great family. I'm very lucky. And, uh, you know, and I've got my sister in town with me. My sister and I actually commute to work together. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that crazy? That's like, super cool, though. Do you guys um, know that you work together or do you like you have separate jobs no, in the same area? We have separate area. jobs in the same area. She works at uh, she works down on the corner of uh, fuck, uh, Embarcadero and Market. She's on Embarcadero and Market, and I'm at, like, uh, Fifth and Market, basically. Fourth and Fifth and Market. Oh, man, that's perfect. Yeah. You guys are, like, right there. We're right up Do you guys meet up for drinks afterwards, basically. too, and just hang? Or just One time, actually, the first time I went out with my coworker, she she had enough time to uh, come by and, you know, chill with us for a little bit, but we had to bounce out pretty quick after that. But, yeah, ah, we're, okay. we're going to make that a thing. Man, that's fun. At some point. Yeah, it's awesome. That is super cool. It's awesome. Every day I... Um, I wake up 6 a.m., I work out, and, uh, you know, pull my shit together. I get in the car. I drive over to my parents' house uh, because they live really close to the Caltrain station. And I park my car. I hop in the car with my dad and my sister. And my dad drops us off at the train station on his way to his carpool. We're all very green. <laughs> Which is awesome. I like that. Yeah. He dri- Sorry, I forgot to add this detail. He drives his Tesla. His Tesla. <laughs> his, Tesla his Tesla to the carpool. To the carpool. <laughs> And drops us at the train, the dirty ass diesel cal train. It's all right. You can drink <laughs> beers in the train. But, you know, not at that time, but true. It's true. Cal trains all right. People yeah. people kind of knock it for certain things. Caltrain I've never lived. Is a I've bit never of a lived. Drag. I've never lived anywhere where the cal train or a train has been more convenient to me than anything else. Yeah. Like to get anywhere you need to go when you don't have transportation, mm-hmm. it's pretty fucking good. I don't care if it's populated or what. It's yeah. not bad. It is crowded as shit. It's crowded sometimes, but you yeah. get to drink beer. It takes you where you want to go. Yeah. yeah. Nowhere else. Could be worse. Nowhere else that I know that I've lived, even in fucking Manhattan, mm-hmm. shit doesn't take you that way. You can't drink on the train. There's assholes. There's oh. home. They know, oh, that makes sense. I not guess. even just homeless, but there's just fucking crazy motherfuckers there. Like, yeah. like and when I say mental, mental, men, like people that need help more than, yeah. you know, the norm. You and I go deep, man. I, I wish I had, next time I come it's to the, chill with you on the podcast, deep, I'm gonna bring man. a notepad, bro. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's why it's a few deep because I somebody, want that conversation. Dude. I love that shit, man. Wow, you yeah, you just blew my mind. You're absolutely right. The name of your podcast is a few deep. I listened to a couple episodes before I came Good. on the show here, so I can like familiarize myself. Not everyone is. We don't have the same conversation, you know. Like yeah. not always. It's like it's not always as deep as it gets, but I feel like. I mean, you already have a connection of that deepness that mm-hmm. we can already go. Absolutely. And, it, and it's, I'm like, damn, all right. Absolutely. We can go there. Because most people are like, no, let's just scratch the surface. And I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah. Let's see if we can we can punch down a couple more you walls. You know what, Joe? That is a few deep for them. See? That's true. That That's is very their true. few deep. My few deep is just a little bit deeper. You're getting deeper, and I like it. That's that's where I'm like, yes, let's talk more. Yeah, man, let's see how many more times I can stroke my ego before the end of this <laughs> podcast. It's, I mean, that's it, it. Doesn't matter anything about that. It's all about communicating. is is a big is my one of my biggest things. Uh, if there's one thing I can definitely do well, it's talk too much. So. Nah, nah. I, it's I think me and you actually talk the perfect amount. Mm-hmm. of equal of like i'm not cutting you off you're not cutting me off you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you know, i've had some people that are just like want to non-stop talk and i'm like uh, 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 you want to get a word in but, but, but at the yeah. same time i'm like i, I don't want to cut you off either it's like i'm not want to say anything it's like i'll, I'll let you do the rant sometimes the rant's yeah. a little long well you're the host that's the price no. you pay you no, know? but I like that. See, yeah. I like people want to hear what you got to say, not what I have to say. They hear me all the fucking they hear time. You every week. They're like, dude, come on, <laughs> stop right. with your stop with your problems. Get it? You go to the dentist, suck a dick. <laughs> go to the dentist and come back. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope problems. that's not what they're going to make you do with the dentist. <laughs> well, I hope what kind not. Of dentist, do you go to? <laughs> I hope without the right dentist. They're all chicks that work there too. <laughs> oh Jesus! I say girls. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that. Oh, God. We've gone so many different points that I wish. See, like I said, I, normally I would have a notepad so I could make sure. You don't I need a notepad. You know what you got? Things. You got the podcast. I got the podcast. You don't need a notepad, man. You can re-listen to this and be like, take notes later. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'll be back on the show. And yes. I'm gonna yes, you will. I'm going to down my bullet points. Yes, you will. <laughs> Subheadings. <you know? laughs> oh, good point. Oh, damn. That's great. 
yeah, we I totally meant that. Quotes, that oh fucking quotes, yeah. You're damn quotes right, dude. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna outline this podcast <laughs> like I'm still in law school. You know? <laughs> write a case brief on this podcast. <laughs> uh, damn, yeah. Where are we? I, I wanted to touch back on the homelessness issue. You yeah, mentioned yeah. something mm-hmm. about um, mental mental challenges yeah. for people experiencing homelessness, and I think that's one of the main things that. You know, if I were to, it's a to, hard to one. every if I could, if I had a PSA that I could send out to every friend of mine who ever had to have a conversation with a more stiff friend or family member of theirs or something, the number one thing I think is to remember that people are facing challenges that you can't necessarily always relate to, and that was that was really the big pill for me to swallow. That's a big one, yeah. To recognize that human element, to understand that you don't you can't boil these people down to precise data points, right? Yeah, not everybody is um black yeah. and white. You know Exactly. You know, this one, guy's crazy, that guy's yang. sane. Yeah, yin and yang. It's, a it's spectrum. Like crazy. No 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 it's there's yeah. gray area that you need to to, to jump over or through. And, you know, there's, there's been this big push and is really the first I'm hearing about it is when I first started working here. But there's a big push for something we call housing first, mm. which is this <laughs> extremely radical concept. And I'm actually this is the first time I'm going to try to explain it in the inverse of the way that I've approached it so far with okay. my more conservative family members. I'm just going to go ahead and give you my favorite part right now up front. You take a person who's homeless mm-hmm. and, and as we prefer to call them people who are experiencing homelessness because we don't this right. is not a homeless person no, it's no, a no. person that is experiencing a certain uh this person doesn't have this, this doesn't have housing right they could easily just as easily be a homed person you know yeah they could yeah so you take a person who's experiencing homelessness and you put them in a home here's the kicker they're no longer homeless yes it's fucking crazy right yes is Once you have a house, you're not I'll, homeless. I'll run it through. I'll, I'll run for the benefit of your listeners <laughs> one more time. You take a person who's homeless and you put them in a home. They're no longer homeless. <laughs> they are it's, no longer experiencing homelessness. It was one of the. Have you seen the emoji with the little mushroom cloud coming out of his head? I mean, it was it was that bad for me. You know. Yes. I, I actually had that hard of an epiphany. As much as I try to think of myself as a reasonably intelligent guy, here's the thing. That I experienced for a second, but more. Mm-hmm. There's a homeless guy that sleeps in the alleyway of where I work. Mm-hmm. Multiple, but okay. in Palo Alto. In Palo Alto. Okay, right behind the rose. Yeah, right now. I, I know that alley. Right that loud. I wish I could say I didn't, but I actually do know that alley. I know intimately. it too well. <laughs> um, this guy comes at a certain time at night, and he sleeps on the block. Okay, but he has a, he has a cell phone. Mm. yes okay go on he listens to music while he sleeps he mm-hmm. kind of scrounges for cigarette butts mm-hmm. um he's an older guy i think he's like 60 or 70 he's probably set in his 70s maybe mm-hmm. um i don't know but he's got blankets he's got a cart he's got things that he needs he never causes a problem but he always pisses and shits okay in the alleyway of some yeah. sort, and you're like, mm. and other human things, and other human things that you know, <laughs> right. I'm sure, but sure, that's probably the least of them. <laughs> yeah, so hey, own- I work in San Francisco, and I yeah. walk through Soma every day to get to work from the Caltrain station. There you so go. Trust me, I there know. you go, there you go. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like that, but you know, on a lesser scale of being like, I don't want to say it's it, it's no it's nowhere by any means luxury, right? But it's okay. You're not going to get, he's not going to get hurt by mm-hmm. another homeless guy of some sort. You know, he's, he's not necessarily bothering anybody, but it, it's just, man, give this guy a roof over his head. He's not homeless and he's listening to his fucking cell phone in his room while he sleeps, bro. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, what a radical concept. What a concept, you know? right? Yeah. Holy shit. How dare you suggest that we take this guy who's living on the streets and just put him in a home. And here's the thing. You can quickly weed out amongst those individuals that you try to explain to this, the people who are genuinely fiscal conservatives and the yeah. people who are genuinely social conservatives, because the fiscal conservatives, you can quickly win them over with the argument that if you leave a person out in the elements too long, they become a drain on the system. 
and you immediately have to beg them the question, do you want to leave people out in the cold so that they die on the streets? Or do you want our doctors and our hospitals and nursing staff and so forth to abide by the Hippocratic Oath and provide help to those who walk through the door needing help? Yeah. Right. Which is apparently what our society is prioritizing. But we I'm going around it backwards. The bottom line is we have a duality in our system that is irreconcilable. Yeah. We don't want people dying on our streets. Right. But we also don't want to pay for people's health care. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it, those two things are in direct contradiction to one another. Yeah. As soon as somebody gets sick on the streets, the first place they go is a hospital. Yeah. And a hospital is insanely expensive. Right. Yeah. As soon as you step through the door, you're practically four thousand dollars in the hole. Now, for somebody yeah. who doesn't have any money, as is the case for most of the people in the predicament that we're dealing you're with already in this situation in the hole in general. So you're just exactly. going to go dig. Dig, dig. So then who winds up footing the bill for the doctor who needs to pay off all of their med school debts, right? Uh, those of us who can actually afford to pay for our hospital visits and things. Yeah. So we wind up paying an increased amount for our and med- that's, medical care. And that's where the problem comes in with people who they're not, they're not, um, they're not selfish, but they're just like, look. Fiscal conservatives. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, look, you know, I have, you know, I got shit that I got to pay for. Mm-hmm. For me and my family, why mm-hmm. am I paying for this guy? Why right. am I paying for that education? Why am I paying for that med- medical bill? Why right. am I doing any of this for anybody else mm-hmm. when it's like I'm doing the best that I can and you're taking more money away from me. everybody else? Yeah. yeah. Me in general. In order to benefit a bunch of people that I don't know. Yeah. And that that is the nut of what I'm trying to get at is uh-huh. when you're trying to sell this to a conservative minded individual, uh, as is the case with myself and some of my more conservative minded family members, um, that was the angle that won them over. Because I, I point out to them that we are wasting taxpayer resources mm-hmm. on addressing people's needs through emergency services and crisis services. Yes. Right. If we get out ahead of it and we just say, hey. Here's a place you can live in. It's yours. You don't have to meet any requirements. You don't have to go to AA. We're going to offer you AA. You don't have to go to drug rehabilitation. We're going to offer it to you. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to go. This place is yours. The only thing that you have to do is abide by the lease requirements between you and your landlord. This is yours. Your name is actually on the lease. This is the concept of housing first. Yeah. Right. So we give you the housing first. We put you in a home. We put you in a home. And it's, it's amazing the results that you get is as soon as you stabilize that core aspect of humanity, right? Yeah. Because what do we always talk about? Food, water, shelter. Yep. So as soon as you stabilize that one out of three core requirements for basic life, yeah. all of a sudden people take charge of their lives in a way that you wouldn't even expect. It's amazing. It is amazing. People will say, yeah, fine. I'll come to AA. I don't want to be drinking so much. The reason I'm drinking so much is because I'm living on the street and I'm stressed out <laughs> exactly. as shit. What else am I going to do? <laughs> like, what the fuck nothing. else am I going to yeah. do? I can't, get, yeah. I can't get above water. I'm trying to forget about the fact that I don't have a home. Yeah. Now all of a sudden I have a home. I don't need to forget about that yeah. because it's not a problem for me anymore. Exactly. It's, it's amazing how people will suddenly take charge of their own existences. And I think that it's 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 asking a bit of faith. Yeah. It's asking faith from people who are not willing to invest faith, which is ironic because a lot of these people happen to also be deeply religious. Yeah, well, yeah that happens. Those yeah. are the people that, at least in my experience, seem to gravitate more toward the coast of social conservatism. Yeah. Where they also say, no, I don't want gay people getting married. No, I don't want gay people adopting children. No, I don't want drugs being legalized. I don't want people smoking weed in the streets. And right. Yada, yada, yada. And, and as far as I'm concerned, those people are lost. Like, they, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're worried fucking, about they're, them. They're, they're out there. Yeah. Fuck we, don't, we don't need fuck. that kind of shit. You know, but, it's fucking, yeah. But when I talk to somebody who's fiscal conservative i actually see that person as being reasonable they actually have a logical stance right it might not be a stance that i agree with a whole uh, all the way but at least they seem to be within the realm of what is logical and reasonable and they're they're willing to accept evidence and hopefully willing to accept evidence that is contrary to the idea that they already ascribe to yes right yeah so that's that's the way that I choose to frame it when I talk to people that um, you know maybe are a little reticent to the idea of housing first, but this is apparently the right way to go, you know, based on all of the research that yeah. preceded my arrival at home base by years and decades in some instances. Uh-huh. 
Um, and it was, like I said, a hard pill for even me to swallow. And I for consider sure, myself yeah. a pretty liberal minded guy because I thought to myself, well, if you've got person A who just fell on some hard luck super recently, like lost his job. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's you know, like he's got his divorce. You know, that, yeah, you, know, you know, that kind of stuff. And then you've got person B who's like a chronic alcoholic and, you know, has not been remotely productive. I'm giving air quotes here. Yeah. Uh, in the eyes of society for the last 10 years. Shouldn't we prioritize that, you know, the individual who just recently fell on hard luck is most likely to remain in their housing for the foreseeable future. So we should give the housing to them. But we got to stop looking at it as though you have to earn housing. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. when we start calling it a human right. Right. right? It is. A, it is your right to have a roof over your head. Yes. Because I think a lot of people, aside from going camping, in which case they probably have a tent over their head at the very least, <laughs> which it's is arguably yeah. a roof of sorts. It's hardly, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, the bottom line is people don't understand exactly how much stress that puts on a human being from so many different physical, spiritual, emotional, mental aspects of oh, your yeah. being to be exposed to the elements like that on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's just going to whittle away at your ability to actually jump back in and rejoin society. No. And um, I, I've gone off on a deep tangent here. It's all right. I love it, man. It's good. <laughs> I, all right. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we got to wrap it up. I got to yeah. roll. Oh, for sure. It's oh, getting sure. Yeah. yeah. It's getting a little. Dentist time. Yeah. I'm going to be late, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be late to the dentist than anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Fuck on. Amen. But, hey, <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on, dude. It's and uh, we got to hang out more. And we got to. Most fucking, definitely. Yeah, we got to go hang out. Off yeah. the podcast, on the podcast, on get the together. Podcast, We're going to go music. hit up that beer garden in San Carlos yes, next. Yes, yeah, definitely. Let's do that. Totally down. Maybe next weekend or something. Yeah, definitely. I might be able, I might be able to swing that. Sweet. Yeah, I think we'll be yeah. all right. Hell yeah. Let's all right. make it happen. You want to leave anything out into the world? You want to <sighs> Love give... peace and chicken grease. Boom. You like chicken grease, too? Yeah. That's <laughs> good. That's good Love stuff. Love peace and chicken grease, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool, man. All right. All right. Well, thanks, dude. Hey, Appreciate thank it. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you, man. All right, guys late all right well that's it thanks everybody for tuning into the podcast thanks for my friend max uh super smart dude definitely sounds like obama got a lot of that everybody was like oh that dude sounds like obama i was like yeah he does <laughs> so kind of caught that vibe today when i was listening back to it i was like yeah it does really it does sound like fucking obama uh thanks to my sponsor palo alto brewing head down to the tap to <laughs> Head down to the tap room in Palo Alto, downtown Palo Alto. Get some fucking great beer, great food, good company, great place to hang out. Um, also, thanks to the Rosen Crown Palo Alto, thanks to San Car Ale Arsenal in San Carlos, the Willow Market in Mountain View, or fuck, the Willow Market in uh, uh, Menlo Park, and in James Beer Store in Mountain View. All great places to get beer, all great places to fucking meet people, so... Good vibes, good vibes. So, all right, I can't talk today, everybody. I'm fucking brain is mush. Mush today, mush today. All right, well, enjoy the weekend. See you guys late. Mm -hmm.